Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds and great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Want something to listen to while playing Minecraft? Why not try an audiobook from Audible? Listeners of our show will get one free book of your choice when you sign up for a 14-day trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash the shaft. The Shaft and Lethal Drive have teamed up to bring you the best Minecraft SMP experience in the world with lightning-fast custom control panels, expert support and sales team, all from an approved host of minecraftforum.net. LethalDrive.com, the cutting edge in game servers. Get yours today at lethaldrive.com slash the shaft. And be sure to use the coupon code the shaft, all one word. From the Dead Workers Party, a podcast about all things Minecraft. Enjoy your stay in the shaft. The Shaft, episode 82, recorded on May 15th, 2012. I'm Wes Wilson. And I'm Eric Fullerton. Something's wrong. There's yeah. something dreadfully wrong here. Yeah, it's uh, the the lack of uh, Brent Copeland. Yeah, uh, but we oh. do have Daniel Kaplan from Mojang. <laughs> Hello, sorry, I, I thought that there was actually something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually there is with us. We so had well. a lot of problems with cameras yeah. and sound and stuff right before the show, uh, but uh, but we're all good now. And uh, yeah. And Daniel's here. And Daniel, oh, you, you do a lot of great stuff over there at Mojang, don't you? I think so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well yeah, uh, other people seem to think you do a lot of good stuff, too. So. Yes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's, good, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. well, so what exactly do you do? Why don't you tell the listeners exactly what your, what your duties are? Um, I work a little bit like some kind of project manager and a business developer. Um, basically, it's about uh, you know having the connection with uh, with companies like Google, Apple, and Microsoft, and uh, communicate externally with those guys and channel the information internally to our teams. Um, so I was the main contact organizing the XBLA um, with the 4J guys from Scotland with Microsoft, and I was also I'm also the contact when we're working on the Minecraft Pocket Edition, like with Aaron. Aaron does all the legwork, so to say, but I help him out on design and uh, the connection with Apple and Google. So so pretty much if there's something where the company is reaching out in a new direction, it's probably a trail that you have blazed and promoted to the company? Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. It's, it's kind of a fuzzy work, but <laughs> I do some kind of work. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> and you were with another company before this one that brought you into, into Mojang? Yeah, that's right. Uh, my friends and I started a company called Ludosity after, um, after I graduated um, from the University of Havda, where I studied computer game development, and I took a major in... Uh, arts which is pretty weird but <laughs> <laughs> and i don't do any 3d art or animations at all at this time which is it is okay i have a i have a pretty fun job now too but i still miss it sometimes so but at least i 
do some project management, and I'm still very close to that. Are you are you still a part owner of that company? Did you did you hold on to any of that? Did you let go of it? Uh, I'm still part. Uh, yeah, I'm still a, a small owner in that company. Excellent. Uh, but I'm not that super active in it. Okay, you're yeah. just there if they they call you when they have emergencies. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't happened the last two years. So that's, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's good. So um, now you you came on with uh, Mojang pretty early, didn't you? Comparatively. Yeah, I started out in October 2010. Um, before it was actually official. Which okay. is pretty cool. Yeah. So I've been from the start with Marcus when the company was founded. So uh so Minecraft was already out at that time. Uh were you uh had you heard of Minecraft? Were you playing Minecraft before uh joining Mojang? I had. I had played it like a year before. I met Marcus during a gaming jam called No More Sweden. Um and uh, I knew about Minecraft before I went there. And it was this small, obscure game made by one guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the year after that, everybody was talking about it. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool to see the huge uh, uprising like community in the Minecraft sphere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was pretty weird. Uh, so I knew about it like in June 2009. Mm-hmm. And then the summer 2010, everything just exploded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we were we were in fairly early. We were doing a show called Nation of Gamers and started talking about Minecraft. And uh, Brent was just like, that sounds like a terrible game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I tried it, too. Yeah. And, and I, I remember there, there was no mobs or nothing, really. I mean, it was just yeah. it, it, it just felt like a tech demo of, a, of an engine. And mm. it was it was pretty cool and unique. But I just didn't understand what all the fascination was about. Yeah, it just kept slowly growing on me, you know. And it's like, <laughs> and then it got me, and now I'm, 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 uh, I'm property of, of Minecraft. I don't know. <laughs> it owns me. But, uh, nice. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So <And> weird. <laughs> so, uh, do you still regularly play? Um, do you do you dig into it? the way a lot of the fans are still digging into it or do as it has it turned into one of those like professional kind of things where it's my job so i only do it when i'm working well uh i play it sometimes but i don't play that super hardcore uh, the last year i have only played on the xbox <laughs> and try out different stuff and make sure that it works as intended right uh, so it's it has been more of a like in a for a testing purpose rather than enjoyment, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's I, uh, been testing out new features, making sure it works as intended. And yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, we're a little bit the same way. We've, we've moved on to doing some of these YouTube let's plays and that tends to be the focus of most of our week, yeah. you know? And, and, but like, I, I and so I, I had a friend who was kind of picking on me like, you know, Hey, you know, I never see you on anymore. And I'm like, well, and and I I thought back and I'm like I used to build things I used yeah. to do stuff you know um, d- was there something ever that you did in Minecraft that like you're very proud of like something when you think back on your gameplay you go that's what defined it for me uh, no to be honest no <laughs> I haven't built anything properly uh, I mean I, I enjoy more the exploration part of Minecraft than building huge houses and uh, structures. Yeah, yeah. 
so that that is what was appealing to me with Minecraft that finding new stuff every day when you were just digging around yeah so uh, more about the uh, Xbox version uh, congrats on on its success it's the fastest uh, selling uh, XBLA game and uh, Thank you very much. it's very very exciting and uh, there's so there's so much I mean the community was already huge and now it's just yeah. it's just huger. I mean, <laughs> a, a, a lot of people don't play games on PC or Mac or anything, and it's like new to them. And I, I imagine a lot of these people were like, "I keep hearing about Minecraft. I'm so glad now I can play it." You know. Um, so uh, so how did that begin? Did, did you go? Did did you guys want to go to Xbox, or did they offer something, or how, how did that start? Um, I knew I knew the business developer at Microsoft before because in my prior company I tried to pitch a game to him, but it didn't work out that good. <laughs> <laughs> so when he knew that I started Mojang, uh, they contacted us, us actually, um, oh. and uh, they showed interest in it. And uh, we started talking with some other developers to find you know a great team that could work with us because we didn't have the knowledge and um, know-how in-house uh, and we weren't it took us quite a while uh, if we should like do a, a game for the Xbox because we were so PC centric mm-hmm. and um, our focus was you know developing Minecraft that was our goal at that time and but we were convinced that eventually that uh, Xbox game would be pretty cool and it was a huge you know, it is pretty hard to develop something in a in a year and see the people's reactions. So I'm really happy that it it is out right now because it has taken us quite a lot of time to do it. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm pretty satisfied with the release. It is really good. Yeah, that's cool. And and I, I guess it was it had to be uh, written from scratch too. It's not Java, so it's uh, like Yeah. Exactly. So they had to do a lot of work to rewrite everything and make sure that it worked as uh the PC version so people would get the same feeling and uh yeah. They did a lot of work to make it work. And mm-hmm. and this was all like contracted out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was contracted out to a studio called Forge, uh, and I was the one uh, heading the project from us with uh, their lead developer called um, Patty Burns, a great programmer. So I was very confident in uh, working with those guys because uh, they they were recommended by Microsoft, and Microsoft had made a couple of projects with them. They were the ones supporting that ported, uh, what was it called now, Perfect Dark from, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Xbox, uh, from the Nintendo 64 to the Xbox. Oh. How uh, do you, do they like, is there anything strange that ends up happening when you subcontract out? Like, are there any Easter eggs in there that are from the company? Like, you know what I mean? It seems kind of strange <laughs> yeah. to take your hands off of something that you own and say yeah. you do it. Yeah, exactly. It, it may feel strange, but I, I was, you know, uh, heading over it all the time. So yeah. we had meetings every now and then and almost every day, basically. So we were talking a lot with each other to make sure that it happened in a way that we were satisfied in. Um, so I think that is, like, you can't just outsource this and outsource stuff and think that it will be great. Uh, 
I, I think that you have to, you know, it's still your brand and you have to protect it and make the best of it. Yeah. You mean so like if there is a Easter egg, you haven't found it yet, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't know if they have put in some Easter eggs. I really don't know. <laughs> see. So are, uh, are we ever going to see Minecraft on PS3 or Wii or is that exclusive to Xbox? Yeah, it's exclusive to Xbox. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, do we want to go into our sponsors real quick and then we can ask some more questions in a second? Uh, you know what? Uh, since it's dinner time for Daniel, let's just uh, do all of our Daniel stuff here and then we'll just finish the show okay. without him. Okay, no problem. How about that? Okay, condensed, we can do that. Condensed Daniel Kaplan right here, right now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, what, what is the craziest... I'm just going to throw a crazy question out there. What is the craziest thing that's happened in the office since you've worked there? And we see a lot of crazy stuff. We hear about stuff. We see live streams. But yeah. what would you think, or just one of the craziest things that has happened? I think the craziest things that have happened is that when we ate lunch with <laughs> the CEO of EA oh. in our office, <laughs> <laughs> we, we ordered some takeaway food and sat down and just talked. Uh, and Yeah, that was pretty weird and cool <laughs> at the same time. I mean... EA is a super huge company, and uh, I felt quite honored to, you know, that they took their time to actually be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that was kind of pretty cool. And also, uh, <clears throat> you maybe know Sean Parker? Sean Parker. Wait. Or I, sh I think it's his name, right? You know, uh, Justin Timberlake in uh, <laughs> Network, uh, what was it called? The Social Network. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I think it's Sean Parker, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He was at our office too. Uh, wow. He curses a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Crazy. So when you, I mean, at the same time, like I, I'm sure that it was very honored. You were honored to meet the CEO of EA, but at the same time, I mean, I bet that he dreams his company could print money the way that yours has. <laughs> um, did 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 you see that kind of like? I mean, I'm sure that he was looking back at you guys with the same kind of of admiration for being able to tap into something so core and and make it happen. Did he comment on that at all? Yeah, I mean, they were super. Uh, what is it called? Uh, excited about our business and. Uh, see how efficient we were with the resources we had. I mean, we are like 16, 17 people in office. And at that time, we were only like 10. Yeah. Uh, so I think that maybe they learned something. I don't know. But um, I think they were pretty impressed by the stuff that we managed to do with such small resources. Do, do you think that there's something that these big companies can take away from this experience? Or do you think that, that, that your success is more of a indie studio passionate kind of thing that, that is only going to be reproduced in, with, with smaller numbers of people involved? Um, I think it's pretty hard for a company like EA to do something that Marcus did because they have such a huge legacy of, you know, bringing huge games to the table and yeah. uh, a much more polished experience. I mean, if EA would release a game like Minecraft in the alpha stages, they would get like tons of hate mail, I would assume. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> because it's so buggy, it doesn't work, uh, what is this, super low res and weird. Yeah. Um, but we, we are trying, you know, we, we are still a bunch of guys that have great fun in the office. 
And I think that that a lot of R&D is the key to success. Like, just release games. I mean, it's just games. Who cares? Yeah. You don't need to be that serious to do a game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and I'm, I'm not... I mean, I, I think it's pretty cool, you know, with Battlefield 3 and all that, like a super huge release. Uh, but it's a bit scary when you have put in like hundreds of millions of dollars in a game and then you don't know how it will end yeah. uh, after release. <laughs> so it's a bit scary to me. Yeah, but. yeah, it all seems a bit organic how, how these things happen. And uh, yeah, that, that would be horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. has, has there ever, has there been any... Uh, um, uh, big deals or, or big um, uh, collaborations with other companies or something that um, that didn't quite work out uh, that you could talk about? Uh, yeah, I mean, we made uh, socks with Happy Socks. Oh, yeah. Uh, they sold out pretty fast in Europe, but people didn't seem to like them in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, but we sold out there eventually too, but it took some extra time. Uh, I guess it's... Uh, people, you know, f- seeing that you could buy like ten pairs of socks for ten bucks at Walmart or something <laughs> like that, and then you see these super branded uh, design so- designer socks for thirty dollars, and that seems to be pretty hard for them. And uh, it was only three pairs, but I thought it was a pretty cool product. Uh, yeah, but I guess you are not that into. Socks fashion. Design, I don't design. know. Socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes like you wonder. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, but, we are a bit of a fast food culture. We tend to like certain things that are expensive and then everything else to be super cheap. Yeah. yeah I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still. That is like, I mean, it still went good, that deal, but that was the only one that didn't really take off in the U.S. Uh, compared to the other stuff. Now, uh, I did an interview with uh, Luke Peterschmidt of Fun to Eleven, who was uh, doing the Dicecraft game, and he said you guys are working with another company to put out um, a board game for Minecraft. What, uh, what Do you have any information you can share on that? Um, I really don't know, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know that I remember the Dicecraft game, uh, but we weren't super sure about, you know, creating... Uh, tabletop game of minecraft it right. seems weird and even though socks are pretty weird but it is <laughs> i mean the tabletop game would be a game eventually and yeah it would just feel like we would slap our name on it but i'm not sure yeah. i mean yeah. i don't and it was I like if, and it's like a board game it's not like a rpg or something that yeah. would be even weirder yeah it? yeah like yeah. you're raiding a cave or something like <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i don't have a clue i mean maybe a, a board game would be a super great idea but it didn't make sense at that time at least uh, <laughs> so, so, so uh we did get some comments uh from some of our from some of our uh, input sources they they wanted to talk about garden gnome carnage oh yeah oh really <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um, and, and we wanted to talk about it too. Um, wh- where did you get the idea for this game? <laughs> uh, it wasn't me who developed it, but uh, I hired the guy who did it <laughs> back in my old company. The guy who did it was called Donnell Remar, and he also did a couple of really other cool games called EG and Hero Core, and also Super Princess Peach. You should all try them out. Oh, uh, nice. Cool. Yeah. But uh, the guy, I know that 
I mean, he did it when we were still at university. I knew him from the university time. Uh, and they just sat down in a room, I think, and ju- just brainstormed the weirdest <laughs> stuff they could come up with. And they, they just put in all the ideas in a game, and that is what happened. Uh, a rolling house with a gnome on top. Uh, <laughs> On a bungee like, cord. Yeah, the bungee cord is weird. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> it is pretty weird. Uh, but then uh, after one year, I think, at Lodosity, my company that I funded with some university friends, um, I hired Daniel Rimmer to actually do a flashport because I thought the game was so great and I wanted more people to enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, and I think it got like more than six, seven million plays. Yeah. So it's a lot of people that play that game. Uh, and I, I, I'm super proud that I've been working with Daniel Raymer because he's a, he's a genius in game mechanics, like core game mechanics. He's really great. Um, there's a lot of people who say that um, the Flash game genre is like the most capitalistic, you know, like, like competitive, you know, true gaming creative experience around. Um, has has Mojang ever thought about like have, are y'all solely in the we're going to produce a a packaged downloadable product or have y'all pondered doing some stuff some flash stuff? Mm, well, mm, I don't know. Maybe we will create a client for scrolls in a flash or something like that. You know, to maybe you could create your decks online in Flash or something like that because mm-hmm. we're we're developing a super thin client uh, for scrolls. So every all the matches are verified on our servers and they are played on the server side. Uh, so the client just renders what the server tells you. So it shouldn't be that super hard uh, to create a Flash client, but I shouldn't, I can't promise anything. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it would be really good if we could have like a, a proper web client too, because I think it would help a lot of people just trying out the game or at yeah. least put some parts in the web. And and it's going to be very smartphone compatible. Scrolls is and and that is the plan. Yeah, it okay. should be working really good on tablets and stuff like that too. Okay. So we have taken that in consideration. But it will start out on PC and Mac first, and then right. yeah, it will have a huge long beta session. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we'd hate to take place and take part in that. Uh, don't 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 yeah. feel like you should invite us or anything. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I get I get the hints. Yeah. <laughs> No problem. I, I'll send. I'll put you up on the list. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything that's in Minecraft proper that like was your idea? Is there something in there that 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 you feel like is is there because of you? And when you see it, you kind of smile on the inside. <laughs> um, I, I did a lot of design work on uh, Minecraft Pocket Edition with Aaron, uh, and we redesigned the whole uh, crafting interface. So it started out with my idea, like having like super fast crafting, because trying to, you know, focus the game session to the platform. And I know that you on a phone are very, you can very easily switch to different tasks on a phone. So we had to make it mm-hmm. as efficient as possible to make, to make the player feel that they have achieved something during their gaming session. Um, so I redesigned the whole crafting system and made it more efficient and helpful i think <laughs> so i'm really proud of the crafting for the minecraft ios um what were some of the difficulties i know that i know that um a lot of minecraft players were saying you know i just i'm not i, I can't get the pocket edition because it just it doesn't feel as organic 
as mm-hmm. as the PC version. What what were some of the hurdles you guys faced there in trying to create that? Um, I think that I mean we have to create the best experience for the platform, uh, and somewhat take in consideration the legacy of the already Minecraft fans. I mean. I, I don't know if it's so fun to do the same thing like over and over again. So we try we try to create something different uh, and something that is solid for the platform. I mean, we could just replicate Minecraft for PC, but it wouldn't work out really good, I think. Uh, that is why we started to examine like redesigning the whole crafting user interface. And you really don't have like a web browser next to you when you're playing there either and it would be really annoying to tab in and tab out of the app that you're working on or is busy with. Um, So that is one of the reasons that I felt that we should definitely redesign this to make this as a solid experience as possible. But of course we got some backfire on it but as a whole all the users seems to be very happy with the new crafting. Cool. Is there yeah. is there something that uh, you still want to add to the game itself? In Pocket Edition? Uh, in general, yeah, I guess, in, in all, in, in the brand. In Minecraft, I would definitely want to uh, make that people could play multiplayer much more easier. And that is mm-hmm. something that we're working on right now. So I had it as a goal when I started at Mojang to actually make sure that people could start a multiplayer server much more easier. Uh, but it, it has taken some time and it's a bit of a boring work for the developers, but I think <laughs> it's the best for the community. Oh, uh, yeah. To let, so they can connect much more easier to each other without reading a 10-page of Wikipedia uh, tutorial. Right. <laughs> to set up a server and open up uh, ports in your firewall and whatnot. Yeah, command lines. <laughs> so we we do have some questions from the chat room. Uh, someone named Minecraft Chick says, "Why is Kaplan so awesome?" Uh, yeah, can, can you answer that question? I think it's you know uh, being <laughs> yeah, probably because I'm from Sweden. Oh, is that it? Is that okay. it? Is it? It's yeah. not your magical beard powers. <laughs> Maybe that too. I mean, this is just one day of beard. Okay, I'm joking. It's just like one week of beard, but it's still very thick. <laughs> yeah. So, Xylinder wants to know if when the guided tours are going to start uh, of Moyang and, and when they can come and. Oh, and are they going to put you all behind glass walls and, and treat you like zoo Don't animals? feed the Mojangstas. <laughs> they like a uh, freaking, <laughs> yeah, like a rodeo show or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when we are bored creating games or something like that, uh, they just throw stones at us or something like that. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tours in our office <laughs> astragali wants to know um uh and actually the chat room just scrolled on me like crazy uh, uh astragali the minecraft scribe wants to know when is scrolls coming out and i think there's some foot stamping involved in that <laughs> stamping okay <laughs> we're actually going to let some friends try out scrolls hopefully this week or next week uh, so we're going to do a really 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 early early super small alpha uh, just to make sure that uh, 
servers are able to handle like external IP numbers and players and that they understand the gaming rules and systems. I mean, we have had testers in-house, but it's quite different when you're sending out uh, the game to people outside of the office and they don't have super control of what they're doing. Uh, so I guess we'll get a lot of feedback and then hopefully we'll roll out a more open alpha, so to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. But I don't think it's much time, uh, well, a lot of work left to do before we can ship out uh, 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 an open alpha. Um, then we have uh, Polly who wants to know if there is ever going to be a a uh, Mojang game client for all the games. Uh, we have done a lot of talking about that, but we, we're not sure exactly it would make sense uh, I mean a lot of people just know knows us for Minecraft but we're looking to do like some kind of cross promoting in between the games and stuff like that um, I'm not sure exactly if we will do like just one launcher for all the games but it would be pretty sweet And but we will probably try out tons of different stuff and see what makes sense and what doesn't and although this would normally go in the excavation station section, um, someone in the chat room has been very insistent and has repeated the question at least 10 times. Are okay. we ever going to get corner stairs? <laughs> corner stairs? <laughs> yes. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no. I don't even... Uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, corner stairs. Yeah. I don't know. You have to... You have to uh, buzz uh, Jib about that, like yeah. hunting him down on Twitter, I guess. Yes. <laughs> And then that Alice wants to know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how awesome are you? Uh, according to my fiancé, it's a 10. Excellent. excellent. Nice, nice. And sometimes 11. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Chromie, and I'm sure everybody here in the uh, chat room wants to know, what is in your pockets? <laughs> right now, yes. they're, they're pretty empty. Oh, usually, empty. I, I usually have my phone, uh, but... And I, I'm so addicted to my phone, it's ridiculous. I hold it all the time in my hand and check Twitter all the time. <laughs> I try to respond to as many as possible, but yeah. Uh, James I'm really addicted to it. <laughs> James wants to know if there's a, a timetable for the mod API. We have one internally, but we're not super sure about the timetable there. Uh, I mean, I want to get out, get something out as soon as possible, but... It just takes a lot of time, and we have to rewrite uh, big parts of Minecraft to make sure that it's much more easier to maintain in the future. And uh, that is what we're working on right now, like rewriting parts of Minecraft to make sure that it's much more easier to uh, use an API on our core code, so to say. So um, you, you brought in the bucket team. Are, are they jerks? Do you hate them all? <laughs> they're no, they're, they're, they're a great bunch of guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty hard working in different time zones and all. Uh, yeah. But it works. It works okay. Um, so is there any, like, dirt you want to spread on your fellow coworkers so that they have to come on the show and, and debunk <laughs> what you have said about them? Yeah, that that guy, Tobias, most of them, he's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> he, was, he was rowdy. I, I can't yeah, believe it. He's the cockiest guy in the office. I know. And, and, and oh, Lord, the curse words were flying. He was a foul-mouthed <laughs> fiend on the show. Yeah. 
He's a madman. <laughs> I just got a bunch of new hits for that episode, by the way. Did you catch that? <laughs> uh, someone else in the chat room was wondering if there's any particular, like, adventure maps or mods or anything that, that, that appeal to you, something that caught your eye as you thought was a really creative use of your, of your creation. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Zelda. Uh, and I have to say, I, I've only watched it on YouTube. I haven't played them myself, but I've seen a couple of Zelda adventure maps, and they... They look pretty cool. Um, so I would say the Zelda maps. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't played them myself, unfortunately, because I'm just sitting in the office and testing testing a lot of different stuff. Uh, so no, not so much time to just, you know, play. So, yeah. so you say you were an explorer um, yeah. when you played the game. Um, is, there, is there anything, like, uh, from the, like, generator the landscape generator that you that you've really thought was r the best addition considered um definitely the cave system i mean that, that is pretty rad um and also you know when we change the chunk well the biomes to be much more bigger mm -hmm. it's felt that you become a much more smaller guy in a huge world uh, and i just like you know uh sailing around in the boat and just looking in the landscape and see find different kind of weird shapes that the generator has yes created. that's that's always a fun thing with me as well i mean like when you find that mountain range that has the you know the cool like you've got a good natural bridge that you can fly through and then i don't know yeah i'm with you on that yeah <laughs> so uh do we want to do we want to move on a little bit now now um daniel we'd love to have you for the rest of the show but it, it is dinner time and, yeah. and if you need to go you're welcome to it and we will continue to cover our things but of oh. course we'd love to have you around for the rest of the show but it's up to you uh, unfortunately i have to run okay. uh, my fiance is waiting <laughs> <laughs> well be sure to thank your fiance for your kindness and um uh, talk some uh, some other Mojangs just to come on the show. We, you know, we we I will definitely try that. We definitely. we we love having you guys on and someone in particular you were thinking of. Um, well, there's this guy. One guy. His name is uh, um, per person. Uh, Pearson. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that guy. Pearson. That guy. We would love to talk to uh, Jeb too. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely talk with them and see what they think of it. Yeah. Cool. I know Marcus is pretty busy. Uh, yeah. But I will talk with Jens and see what he thinks. Do you know I sent Marcus an email around the Shaft episode nine and wow. said, I mean, this was this was in what November of 2010. Yeah. And I said, yeah. hey, let's 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 form a bond here. <laughs> Let me help promote your product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I never heard from him. You wanted a cut of Sayhill <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daniel, thank you for joining us, and we hope thank to talk you to you again sometime. And hopefully, we'll we'll see you at some upcoming events yeah. uh, at some point in time. So, yeah. Take care, guys, and thanks for your time. Oh, no problem. Enjoy dinner. <laughs> see thank ya. you. Bye bye. Have a great day. Okay. You too. So let's talk about some of our sponsors. Okay. First off, we have uh, and and all these people have have donated to the show. Um, they took their money and and put it up to have their name sponsor the show and and help support everything that we're doing uh the first one is exilander and she said do you want to do it or do you want me to she said let me get it here uh 
Bring back CP, please. I'll give you 10 bucks. <laughs> In addition to the 10 bucks? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the next sponsor is Eric Fullerton, and Eric Fullerton says Psychotic Minx is a boss. Is a boss. Did somebody just put your name? Uh, yes, yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and next we have Crommy, who says It's hard to type a message on my phone. See, that's dedication. Sponsoring the show from your phone. Yeah. That's hardcore. Good stuff. And then the next one is from Braciat Cub. B Cub in the house. Braciat Cub. (laughs) He says, It's hard work raising Eric's baby all by myself. A lot of stuff about me in here. Well, you know, you're a deadbeat dad. (laughs) Yes. Of some kind. Yeah. Or something. I'm sorry. I should be there more often and help you out. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have AZ Crafters who said, Shout out to Fight to Build for winning the $100 Spleef Tourney. Yay! And that's pretty cool. I watched those. Those are those are on YouTube right now. Oh, I haven't um, watched them yet. So, uh, yeah. That's so check it cool. out. Congrats. And then our last one, and this is a, uh, a corporate sponsorship. He's done this for, for several weeks. It's from The Lord Bones. And you need to go to YouTube.com slash The Lord Bones for weekly Minecraft videos. Currently... Uh, it's the finale for the fall of Gondolin, and their next map is Blighted Maidens. Blighted Maidens? Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. I know. It sounds, sounds really serious. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go to youtube.com slash the Lord Bones. Excellent. Our journey. Our journey. <laughs> So you did some stuff this week. I did not do anything in Minecraft this week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I played uh, Alpha versus Beta, which uh, is the map we've been talking about. We talked about last week and uh, maybe the one before. I don't remember. But it's by uh, uh, f- uh, Fum- Fu- Fuami. <laughs> Fuami. I don't think. Is it Faume? I think it's oh, is Faume. It, is it Faume? Yeah. Uh, I think so. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. But anyway. Fumi Fuem, Fu- yeah. Fuego. Yes. It's from Fuego. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it was, a, oh, it's a Faumi. <laughs> Faumi? Anyway. Um, <laughs> great map. Uh, it's it's basically like um, uh, Arathi Basin if you play WoW. Uh, but it's it's a tower-based, um, and uh, you, you flip a switch, and you stand on a little uh, pressure plate, and you wait for the tower to become your color. So, you know, it's like red versus blue. So you take over these towers, and you stand there long enough, and, and it, it turns blue. And then uh, on the side of the mountain, uh, because you're in a little battleground area, yeah. on the side of the mountains, you can see uh, visibly like a little map. And it has a map of the area, and then it has red dots or blue dots, depending on what towers have been captured. Oh, wow. It's really crazy. I mean, it's really well done. And there's a scoreboard as well. So you can see uh, when it when it's counting up, uh, basically it counts, uh, from what I understand, it counts up uh, depending on uh, how many of your towers are being captured. So blue and red both have a point value, uh, just like the actual Arathi Basin game. And uh, it's really impressive. So there's some huge redstone computer under the whole thing? Yes, definitely. That's awesome. Oh, and you can choose a class, too. 
Uh, there's a lot of classes. There's healers. There's a uh, ranged. Uh, there's a tank, like a warrior class. Uh, wow. There's all these these classes, and you you're you're basically in a spawn area. Uh, so you uh, when you spawn, you uh, go and create your class. Yeah. And then uh, you right click the sign, which get puts a uh, wool block on your head, depending on what color you are. <laughs> so I'm running around. Everybody, you know, is running around with a wool block on their head, <laughs> uh, which is great because you can tell who's on whose side. Yeah. You know. Uh, and uh, anyway, a lot of fun, really cool. Uh, there was a couple matches this week. I think I missed them all except for one uh, Friday night. Um, and uh, that was it was good. Well, I was gonna come and join, but I, this weekend we had the pre-POC meeting. Um, yeah. that I had to go down to. For those who don't know, POC is Play on Con. It's a big convention. Uh, I throw down in Birmingham in the um in the summertime this year and you guys need to go yes because it's awesome uh, it's going to be the last week of um july the last weekend of july uh the 27th through the 31st i believe Mm -hmm. i'll be down there during my birthday um and uh we're trying to get a lot of the minecraft people to go i know joe hills will be there uh wolf 21's talking about going we're trying to get paul soars down uh we're get trying to get Bitburner there uh so we're gonna have a lot of minecraft stuff going on uh but we had a little pre-meeting at the uh at the hotel this weekend to you know just talk about things that are going on um and uh, that kind of took me out of pocket. I also got invited once again to play Dwarves versus Zombies, but um, wasn't able to join in on that. So uh, yeah, Dwarfs. Yeah, Dwarfs. Dwarfs. And then of course last night was um, was the the Diablo release, and and that is the giant black hole of gaming for for this month. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> and we don't want to turn this into a Diablo podcast, but we kind of do. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, you know the launch happened, so I I couldn't log in because uh, the all the servers were hammered, and there was a, a jokes about uh, error thirty seven uh, and uh, among all of the other. Error yeah, messages. I was writing haiku last night while I was waiting yeah, to get in. Excellent haiku. You know, I was. I, it was one of these things where it's like, you know, sh- should I read some of my. Um, Yes, they are quite beautiful. Uh, I'll read some of my uh, gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous Diablo queuing haiku. Okay, okay. So I got, I got a uh, uh, Diablo as life. The errors betray your fail. I click like a god. <laughs> <laughs> your fail. Uh, if I say I'm in, will you hate feet me for my luck or my handsome? Nice. Or my handsome face, pardon me. <laughs> um, uh, some weights can be fun. Cues are often quite happy, but this one is crap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Diablo, but- it lies. These error numbers can't be too many digits. Because <laughs> one of the errors we were getting was 30,005 and 30,008. Yeah. So, anyway... Uh, if you want to read some terrible haikus about Diablo, you can go to my uh, Twitter feed at Wes Wilson. Uh, but other than that, I, I, like I said, I wanted to play Dwarves vs. Zombies, and I couldn't get in on that. And I wanted to play um, in, in, in your game that, that Falmy made, and I couldn't get in on that. Yeah. So other than that... There'll be some more. Yep. Yep. And we, we all get on Ventrilo. Uh, you know, we have a channel for Red and channel for Blue, so there's no crosstalk. And uh, it's really cool. Cool. So... You know, one thing that I kind of wish that there was is some sort of way of sniping. I mean, it's not like you snipe and, and 
in World of Warcraft when you're playing these kind of games, but for some reason, the landscape just makes me want to just pull a sniper rifle out and snipe somebody. <laughs> I don't know why. AK Spartan Killer's in the chat room. Hey, AK Spartan Killer, you should come to play on Con. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So I guess that was uh, Journeys, and uh, we'll move it along to this one. You're even introducing the bumpers when you don't have to click them. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. From the Minecraft Daily, news and updates. All right. <laughs> Happy birthday, hey. Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, Turned so uh, three years old. Yeah. Yep, on May 13th, 2009, Notch linked a video of his cave game tech demo and the rest was history <laughs> since then 5.9 million copies of minecraft have been sold and uh notch has handed over the reins to jeb and was never heard from again <laughs> nice. winky there's a winky from astragali on that one winky face <laughs> wink <laughs> so yeah happy birthday minecraft that's amazing yeah we're, we're very proud to have been involved for at least two and a half years of of that man of that three i'm flying i know i think it's been quite a while. Yeah. Either we've had a lot of fun over these last two and a half years, or we're just old and time goes fast in general. <laughs> <laughs> we're easily entertained by almost anything. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, the next one here is uh, Minecraft Xbox sells over 400,000 copies in the first 24 hours since its release. Uh, according to estimates, Minecraft... I mean, yeah, Minecraft Xbox sold over uh, 400,000. Oh, yeah, I already said that. Uh, since it was released <laughs> on May 9th, uh, which was um, not too long ago. Yes. That's um, very fast. Uh, and, of course, this does make it the fastest-selling XBLA game ever. And you could tell Daniel was ha very happy about that. Yeah. And uh, and so is everyone else. Um, so, uh, additionally, the XBLA version has sold over a million copies. That's crazy talk. Saying so it's just growing and growing. You know, I mean, there's a lot of PC gamers that are switching, not switching, but, you know, just getting it in addition, like, yeah. like, uh, say Chimney Swift and a lot of people we've had on the show, a lot of big YouTubers and stuff, they're just doing, uh, version, you know, some recordings and, and let's plays of the Xbox version as well. Uh, of course, there's a lot of people that are newcomers to it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we haven't actually done, we probably, I don't know if we actually will, uh, do... An Xbox, lot you know, LP yeah. or anything like that. Because, I mean, are there any adventure maps or anything? I, I mean, I don't. Wouldn't. Yeah, I, I I don't see it as being something that that we would necessarily branch into. Yeah. I mean, it to me, it's the PC version is still the pinnacle. Yeah, you know, and I, I it's like the pentacle. Well, I, pinnacle. The no, not pentacle. The oh. pinnacle, okay. as in the peak, like the pinnacle of Everest. Oh. Like the Let's Play map, you should Like go. the peak of Mount Galel? Yes, Mount Galel. <laughs> the temple of Peak Pinnacle. <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it seems like, you know. I think it's, it's more like it's uh, accessibility too, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's not like, okay, say, uh, you know, I, I play uh, um, uh, just for an example, I don't know, what's the new game? Uh, Diablo 3, okay? Yeah. So, like, I'm having a great time with Diablo 3 on the uh, on the PC, and uh, they, they start making it for uh, Mac. And I know they probably already do. 
but then I, you know, I want to check it out. So I, so I check it out on the Mac and I'm like, cool, you know, it's slightly different. And, you know, and it's like, well, it was, it was on two platforms for accessibility. Yeah. Uh, I understand that the Xbox Live version is actually quite a bit different from the PC version, but it's also in a sense that it, it's uh, a previous version. It's like an old, yeah. you know, like beta 1.8 or something like that version of the PC. Also, the interface is, is rearranged. The buttons yeah. are rearranged. So it is quite a bit different. So I could see going over there out of curiosity, but there's no sense in us to just, you know, put down our mouse and keyboard and just go over to the Xbox. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. I think it's I think it's going to appeal a lot to the Xbox fans, but people who are PC gamers are, are still, I think, are still going to be satisfied with. Yeah. So. Um, the next one... <laughs> So, so the world. Th this basically says Minecraft for Xbox has much smaller worlds than the PC. Um, there's a video out that shows it's possible to walk from the center to the edge of the world in about three minutes. Ah, see, that's another thing. But anyway, um, uh, I'll link the video in the show notes. Uh, kind of interesting stuff. I, I mean, I can imagine it's very difficult to communicate all that information between um, Xbox stuff. Mm -hmm. Got a new snapshot. New snapshot. More farming. Yep. Got cocoa beans in the jungle. That's right. We we had a caller on uh, the Tobias show. Yeah. Uh, we had Tobias Smallstown. Yep. And uh, somebody really wanted uh, uh, cocoa beans. Yep. So, uh, uh, Yens um, and, uh, and gang, they were all listening to our show live, having a great time. Uh, so old Jeb, he just kind of reached over and coded it up real quick during the show and uh, gave you what you want. So uh, you, you know that if you uh, call into the show and you want to you feature, it may or may not actually. No, I'm lying. I don't know why you did that, actually. That's kind of weird. But it looks cool. I mean, you can see them kind of hanging down from trees and stuff. Uh, I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, and Astrid always pointing out that it's not that cocoa beans were added, it's that cocoa plants have been added. Oh, right. There's new foliage. Are you talking about the, the things that dangle down from the trees? I mean, I've seen, I've seen them. Is that the uh, cocoa plants? The cocoa, coconuts? Cocoa beans? Coconuts. Cocoa loco? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway <laughs> Yes, he says, those dangly things Okay So, um, Mojang is crowdsourcing to try to make the new SSP like the old one And they put a call out on Reddit I'll put a link in the show notes For people to send in the differences between SMP and the 1.25 release And the 12W19A snapshot So Merge little bunny in the chat room said Cuckoo for cocoa plants <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, cool. All right. So, and then you know, uh, we've gotten some questions about wh why are we not doing our uh, our snapshot Thursdays? And I think we are actually kind of talked about yeah. this last week, but I saw I, I keep seeing a, a couple comments about it and stuff, and uh, we'll we'll get back into it uh, here soon. We love doing those, and uh, they're just well. The the key fun. is the key is I don't know if you've noticed this, but we're kind of sticklers. We don't. We try not to make a video just for the sake of making a video. We try to have we try to have yeah. some take on things that's different from other people, or at least you know 
an attempt to yeah. be to put on a good show and to entertain ourselves. Yes, well, if we're, we did. Yeah, if we're if we're not having fun making the video, we're, it's not going to be a good video. So we just won't make it. Yeah. So like we we come up with some ideas. And if we're able to come up with something creative, we're going to make a video. And for a while there, there was a neat chain of new AI kind of things that was going on. Yeah. So that's that's definitely more interesting to make videos of is AI. Um, but like, you know, showing off a new plant, that's kind of hard for <laughs> us to, you know. Right. Make an entire video of. Um, yeah. But uh, but I tell you who does do snapshots every time and does a real good job is Bebop Vox, uh, yeah. you know, who does Minecraft Mondays. And Martin's still doing his too, right? Uh, I think Martin actually missed a few. Yeah. But he was doing some excellent ones. Yeah, he I really was. liked his. It's real nice and compact. But there's there's a ton of them out there. Luckland yeah. does stuff. Luckland. Paul Soares always does stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's out there. Kevin Sparkles does in-depth reviews. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's definitely out there. But yeah, we'll we'll try. You know, if it if if we get inspired somehow, uh, you know, then we'll we'll do them. Yep. So, um, you are Minecraft is approaching um, the May nineteenth deadline. Oh they, yeah, and they still want to have one hundred thousand avatars on there. Um, so you should definitely go to uh, You Are Minecraft and check it out. The plan that they have <clears throat> is to copy the server map onto a USB flash drive and implant it uh, into an aluminum version of a Minecraft chest, and they want to personally deliver it. Yeah, that's right. And they, they, uh, they're asking for donations uh, on the site to take them to Sweden to, to do that. Also... Uh, uh, Notch has been on the site or on, in the server uh, before. I don't know if he's made an avatar uh, yet. He, we're on there. He might have. Yep, yeah, we're on there. Did you make yours? In fact, this week I finished mine. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. I started it uh, a couple weeks ago when we did our live stream with uh, Bebop Vox and R. Smalik. That's on our channel. If you missed yeah. it, we and never... we're on row forty-two, right? Like if you're if you're looking at the faces. Oh yeah. We're on row 42 on the left side. Well, you can do slash home and then the person's name. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So do slash home, Wes Wilson, Brent Copeland, or Eric Fullerton. And or Bebop find Box, us. Or Bebop Smalik. Box. Yeah. Uh, or Notch, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, Easy is on there, too. Uh, anyway, so it's really cool. And You know, I didn't put a cape on mine because I wanted this little skull on my shirt to be seen. Oh, I understand. So you could have done the front skull. Oh, yeah. The yeah. front skull, like... Yeah. like uh, Punisher. Yeah, but um, but they're also they do have a donation drive on their site. They're trying to raise about fifteen hundred euros so they can get flights and two nights hotel no uh, accommodation so that they can hand deliver their aluminum Minecraft chest full of everybody's faces. That's cool. Yep, very neat. And then this last one's kind of cool. Andrew Buchanan uh, has teamed up with Vex and Joe Hills to 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 make a new map. Uh, it's accompanying her her new ebook, Waking Up, and um, yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? So that'll be the second one that Vex was commissioned. Yep. To to do a map from a based on a novel. It's yep. Crazy. So anyway, go check that out. Yeah. Listener contributions. Listener contributions. Listener contributions. Dun dun. This is the part where we talk about the. Contributions from listeners. 
listener contributions. Listener contributions. So this week we've got some um, YouTube comments in here. And I, I feel like this is actually kind of mean. And I think Astragali did it on purpose. Um, so the first <laughs> YouTube comment is, oh, so that's what you guys look like. You're so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is us. This is our faces. I don't know what you expected. A couple of, like, babies or something? I know. I don't know. Well, I do sound so young and, yeah. and charming. Charming. Sound, yeah. He does yeah. sound charming. And handsome. So, <laughs> so, and Astragali is claiming he didn't put these in here, but I don't believe him. Uh, so we got another <laughs> comment from Total Wipeout Gaming that says, Brent looks like John Goodman in The Big Lebowski. Oh yeah. Do you buy that? I don't I'm not I'm not I, seeing I can, that. One. I can see it sometimes, yes. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. And then uh Mr. Jane Cobb said Wes looks like Phil Jupitus. Now we got this comment before. I'm not sure if it's from the same person, but I'm looking at the picture of Phil Jupitus and he looks more like Brent, I think, than me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if the person who said that thought that Wes was Brent or something. Yes. And, uh, and a lot of people say your name with a T at the end, like West yeah. versus East. But but I also think that um, that although Brent looks like Phil Jupitus, mm-hmm. um, I think that the bags under Phil Jupitus' eyes match mine almost to the T. Like I think, I think he uh, and yeah. I share... <laughs> bags bag share and then our last youtube comment comes from a gamer of many games it says eric how do you edit so good you are like the god of editing please share your secrets ah. and see this is where i know that you know astragali's denying putting these in but Brent does not want you to give away any of your secrets. That's right. And he, I didn't put this in here. Did you? He, uh, no, I don't think I did that. No. Okay. I say he's cla- he Yeah. He's saying he um, put that one in. Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, this little, little box, uh, that, um, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of similar to fairy dust, but it's not actually fairy dust. It's, it's kind of this magic, uh, dust that I have that, um, just makes the videos really awesome. I try to just sprinkle a tiny bit on each video, and it usually does a trick. So hopefully, I still got a couple more decades, uh, you know, yep. left from the the small amount of um, dust that I use. So uh, yeah, so that's really the secret. Excavation station. So our first. So com- so. I- so! Well, you know, that's that's my way of coming out of bumpers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So this is from Omega Omega Hybrid X, and this is actually a YouTube comment. This is, Dear People of the Shaft, I have an idea for the next excavation station. You know how they have, like, saddles so you can ride pigs? Well, I think it's rather useless since you can't even control the pigs when you're on them. So my idea would be to either make it so you can control the pig or not get out horses to put the saddles on so you have a new way of transportation. That was my idea. I hope this gets right to the next Shaft podcast. And we've had horses before. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, um, I do think maybe some small control over the pig would be a good idea. Yeah, I think so. Especially now that pigs are, like, like since animals don't just spawn randomly. Right, You have right. to farm them. Yeah, yeah, and I think that would be cool. If I mean, 
maybe uh, maybe it, it'll travel slightly faster than you can when you're on foot. Yeah. That way you could use that strategy uh, for PvP and you know some uh, games and stuff like that. Um, and saddles are hard enough to find in the actual survival game that I think that that perk would be you know justified. And uh, so I just don't understand why that would be such a big deal. Uh, and uh, Scotty said pig training. So yeah, maybe some way to train the pig too. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe uh, it's uncontrollable. Until Do you my bidding, it. pig. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's cool. I think that's that's totally awesome. Next one is Jungle Ruins. Do you want to cover this one? Jungle Ruins, submitted by Mad Mag 101. Aztec or Mayan-style ru- uh, ruins that generate in jungle biomes. Uh, made of a new type of block, which looks like stone bricks, but more orange. Hmm. And Possib- possibly guarded by jaguars and monkeys. Yeah. I'm seeing <laughs> Temple Run written all over this. Oh, uh, yeah. But what would be also cool is, you know, you, you can run into, um, like, old mine shafts and things like that. What if these Aztec ruins had, like, I don't know, 15, 20 styles of traps that sometimes randomly appeared in them? Oh. How cool would that be? That would be cool. So you go in there, and sometimes the the uh, sometimes like you put a torch down somewhere, and the light does the trigger thing, and it makes the roof fall on your head. Oh yeah, how nice. cool would that be? Yeah, I like that. Hester Golly says the downside of the orange blocks is they turn your fingers orange when you mine them. Oh, like Cheetos? Yes, nice. exactly like Cheetos. Excellent. <laughs> but yeah, I think it would be cool. Traps, traps, Aztec ruins, pyramids. Human Flash. sacrifice. Yeah. Quetzalcoatl. Mm-hmm. Malaria. <laughs> Next, we have sand and gravel hardening. So this would be a craftable splash potion that will harden gravel or sand so that it isn't affected by gravity. And this would be good for working in the desert. And we kind of talked a little bit about this, having the idea of sticky stuff. So mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Some Maybe. good ideas there. I I, I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. More realism with silverfish. Oh, and that was submitted by Tometis. Tometis. Uh, more realism with uh, silverfish submitted by Rotten Four. When you when a silverfish kills you, it should eat any books in your inventory, much like real silverfish. This will give balance to the addition of writable books. Have you ever had any of your books eaten by silverfish? No. I haven't either. I, I would mean, like... I don't have any books, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a silverfish in my house before, but I've, but I've never had them eaten. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe silverfish fish eat e-books. Maybe they do. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Huh. So, I don't know. So, uh... Speaking of ebooks, why don't we? Oh yeah! Why don't we just cut in here and and talk just for a second about good old Audible? Exactly. Huh? Because you need to read as many books on Audible as you can before the silverfish eat them all. Yes. <laughs> it's too bad Brent's not here. Uh, he he always has a book or two that he's listening to and that he can suggest. Um, yeah. And uh, but it, I mean it's it's great listening to to audiobooks uh, when you're driving. And see, I'm driving a lot less these days, so I'm not listening to a, a whole lot of books. But uh, you know, and people who work out at the gym, uh, take walks, uh, listen to 
you know, listen to ebooks. There's a ton of uh, of audiobooks to listen to. Yeah. And uh, you can get a free trial and a free book that you can choose for yourself. 30-day free trial. Uh, if you go to deadworkers.com. What am I saying? You're, if you go to audibletrial.com slash the shaft. That's right. <laughs> so we have a couple more um, excavation station ideas here. First is improve the super flat world. Uh, my idea, and this is, was submitted by uh, Ethel, Ethel, um, is there would be another type of mat <clears throat> that is super flat, but higher than just five blocks from bedrock. So that when you're making an adventure map, you don't have to worry about slimes being everywhere. And all the little sparklies from being around bedrock and all that. Yeah, I agree. There should be... There should be a super flat that is above hmm. the bottom. I agree. Yeah. 100% yes. Yeah, that does sound good. That totally makes sense. And then our last one. You should answer this one. Oh, okay. Space bacon. Like the little dramatic pause in the middle of that one? Yes. Space bacon. Coolest idea ever. Yep. Uh, submitted by Ian22042. Uh, flying farting pigs would drop space bacon. This has to be good. Sadly, it would only be a dream. <laughs> yes. And you woke up. Hmm. Sightings. It's so beautiful. Oh my god. It's so intense. Sightings. Sightings. Okay. First, we have a video. And this is from uh, Hodge Josh, and he did uh, a uh, new song called Bone Meal for My Crops to Grow and sang <laughs> it with Luscious Lisa. <laughs> and so, nice. yeah. Bone Meals for My Crops to Grow. Uh, yeah, good old Hodge Josh is back again. I hadn't heard any good tunes from him in a long time. That's awesome. Excellent. And then our very own Lydia Winters, Minecraft chick. Yeah, she did one too. Yep. Lyrics written by Astragali did a um, uh, parody of Gautier's, uh somebody, someone, somebody That I Used to Know, and this is called Somebody That I Want to Bite. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and Vu Bui sang, sang uh, some vocals in there, and I didn't know he could sing. He sang very well. Uh, but I thought uh, Lydia has a very awesome voice, and, uh, and really cool that it was written by Astragali. This is like... But, you know, she had been talking about making a music video months ago. So I was just curious this whole time, like, what's going to come out? What's it going to be? Uh, but, yeah. And in that song, man, it gets stuck in your head. I mean, you know? Yes. Once you hear it. Yeah, it mm. gets wedged in there and it can't get out. <laughs> and uh, last here is... Oh, um, this is called Humiliation. And... Um, and this is, it's a dubstep song for Notch. And uh, this is, when, when Team Avolition lost the Quake match against Mojang, um, their forfeit was to create a dubstep song, and here it is. <laughs> so there you go. We will provide you the link to that in the show notes. And yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's about it for our show. Yeah. I think, I think we're done. I think we did all that we can do here. Yes. We don't have any housekeeping. No. 
We don't have any shout outs except for the whole chat room because you guys are super cool showing up at noon on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's been a weird, weird little day. And of course, uh, we, we had a lot of questions about when's the shaft coming out? Why'd you miss Monday? Well, we uh, didn't record last week because of, you know, Mother's Day. Yep. We're hanging out with our moms. You should have been hanging out with your mom, too. Yeah. Unless you and your mom hang out and listen to the Shaft podcast. Uh, sorry that about that. That would have been doubly cool. <laughs> but uh, but this is this week's show. We will still do a show next week, from from what I understand, on time, right? Yeah. Well, you know, we, we just have to reschedule sometimes when we have people from Sweden. Yep. And, uh, I'm not going to be there, though. Oh, yeah? I'm going to be in Disney. Oh, Okay. So it might just be me and Brent on that it one is, then. Indeed. So uh, and probably then, for the next two weeks. Really? Yep. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. So we're all over the place. I might be able to call in for one of them. That's true. We'll see. Skype in from the magic. From the magic kingdom. kingdom yep. Yeah. Yep. Going down, taking my my three year old and my five year old. Nice. It's gonna be exciting. Man, I wanna go. I bet you do. <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Well, um, and now I guess we'll leave, and this will become the saddest place on earth. I know. Because this the is... show is over. But Daniel Kaplan was awesome to join us yep. and, uh, and talk to us. He's and evidently, a cool guy. he's a 10 on the awesome scale. <laughs> That's right, yes. And uh, he can grow a beard in, in one day. Pretty excellent. So uh, go and uh, go forth and dig... Dig holes. Dig holes. And, uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, The Shaft Podcast. Uh, you can call us and leave voicemail. Leave, leave like, stupid stuff if you want to. I don't care. It doesn't even have to be a question. Yeah. If it's just something weird, I'll just throw it at the end of the, of the episodes. Yep. Just as something weird and extra. Sing us your parody of somebody that I used to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sing a song. Who cares? Who knows? You know, just surprise us. Uh, or, of course, if you do have a, a question or a excavation station submission, you can uh, call us at 256-812-1010. Or you can just email it to us, too, if that's easier for you, like to make an MP3 or an audio yeah. file and send it to us. You can send that to, wow, our email address is not on this document, and I forgot what it was. It's the shaft at deadworkers.com. Yeah, yeah. The shaft at deadworkers. Yeah. And, and uh, by the way, for those listening to the audio version of this, uh, we do record this live. And uh, we usually are broadcasting every week on Sundays at uh, 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, pardon me. No, not 5. 3. Oh. We're usually at 3, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. We are. Yeah, we're we used to be. At three. At, yeah. Um, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, and we put all these episodes on YouTube. So if you want to see the guests, you want to see Daniel Kaplan's ten awesome face, you should uh, you should get on YouTube and watch the videos. <laughs> awesome face. Yep. All right. So again, go forth and dig, and dig, dig on. Bye bye. Congratulations, you made it through the shaft alive. See show notes and leave comments for this episode at theshaft.deadworkers.com. Send questions, comments, and audio to theshaft at deadworkers.com or leave us a voicemail at 256-812-1010. Shaft. Dead Workers Party Network. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's the Shaft. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. 
It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. 